Students at Florida College start their morning with chapel every weekday. Join us now for Daily Chapel from Florida College. morning. Um, this is actually my first time to speak in chapel, first and probably last, so um, <laughs> gotta, gotta want to give something to y'all, as, to something that y'all can take with y'all, and um, just really applicable in your lives. So if you want, uh, turn to Exodus, Exodus chapter 20. If you have your Bibles with you, that's the first verse we'll be looking at. Probably one that we're a little familiar with, it's uh, Exodus chapter 20 and verse 7. It says, You shall not take the Lord your God's name in vain. It says, For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. So um, I, I don't know what comes to y'all's mind when I read that, but I grew up thinking that that was talking about cussing and swearing. Like, that's, you don't, if someone cuts you off when you're driving down the road, you don't use the phrase like, Oh my God, or Jesus. You don't take the Lord's name in vain. Um, I want to couple it with something that was said in chapter 19, though. Chapter 19 and verse 6, just a few verses back, God here says about Israel that he says, And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Now, this idea of priests and taking a name with them is actually found later in the book of Exodus. Turn over to Exodus chapter 28. 
Exodus 28. Look at verse 29. Chapter 28 is all about the, these robes that the priest would wear as they went in and out of the tabernacle. And then in, it says that on his robes that he had this breastplate. And on the breastplate, that on each of the 12 precious stones that was on it were the names of the tribes of Israel. And in Exodus chapter 28 and verse 29, says, So Aaron shall bear the names. He shall bear the names of the sons of Israel in the breastplate of judgment on his heart. When he goes in to the holy place to bring them in regular remembrance before the Lord. So here it says that Aaron is, is the same turn of phrase. It's he's bearing the name. He's taking the name. This idea of taking and bearing, um, it's the idea to like lift up or to carry with you. And so whenever back in Exodus 20, God said, you shall not take my name in vain. And then Israel was to be this kingdom of priests. This idea of taking the Lord's name in vain is not just about speech. That's part of it, but it's a much broader umbrella of representation. How do we represent the Lord? Because when we follow him, when Israel was called to follow him, and they were to obey his commandments, and they were to represent his name among the nations. So let's look at a, a bad example, or just think about it. I won't make y'all turn there. A bad example of someone in the Bible who was an Israelite but they did not bear the Lord's name correctly. And I mean, many of you know as well the story of Jonah, the prophet Jonah, um, probably one of the worst prophets, um, most definitely the worst prophet uh, when I come to think about it. But uh, he says in Jonah 1 verse 9, whenever the sailors, they're in that they're storm, they're tempest-tossed, and the sailors ask him, like, who you are? Where are you from? What do you do? And he says, I am a Hebrew, and he says, I fear the Lord. Now, if we look at the phrase, fear the Lord, it's pretty clear the one who fears the Lord obeys the Lord's commandments, all over Proverbs. But Jonah, is, he always does the exact opposite of what God commands him to do. And so Jonah definitely does not fear the Lord. In fact, out of everyone in the book, he's the only one who doesn't do what God wants him to do. Just a quick reading through Jonah, the wind obeys God, the sea, um, the pagan sailors, they fear the Lord and offer sacrifices, um, the king of Nineveh, the fish that swallows Jonah, the whole city of Nineveh as well, turns just like they're jumping at the opportunity to turn to God. From the king down to the dumb cows, everyone's doing what the Lord wants, like immediately. The plant later on in chapter 4, the worm that kills the plant, and then the scorching east wind are all things that said are appointed by God, and they do what God wants. The one person that doesn't is the prophet of God, the one who says that he fears the Lord. That's the one who does exactly not what God wants to do. And so what we can learn from Jonah is I can claim to take the name of the Lord with me, but not actually do anything or act like that at all. And it, rather than like proclaiming the Lord's name and representing him accurately, we um, put a bad mark on the name of the Lord, and we misrepresent him. And so here's the... Here's the the application to us is we have that exact same calling. Uh, Second Peter, or sorry, excuse me, First Peter chapter two verse nine. First Peter two verse nine. He, he uses the exact same language that God used whenever He called Israel at Mount Sinai. All the way over here. There we go. First Peter chapter two and verse nine. He says, but you, talking to Christians, he says, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, 
and a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we are now this kingdom of priests. They're supposed to take the name of the Lord with us and represent him to the nations. And as we've seen, this is so much more than like just our speech. It's more than just like saying the Lord's name flippantly. It's about how we live our lives, every aspect of it. And so how do we represent God to the world? But then also, how do we represent God to each other, right? Because whenever like we're living our lives as Christians, we're edifying each other just as much as we're supposed to be representing to the rest of the world. And this comes into all aspects of our life, like we've been looking at. And it's not just the big parts of our life. It's the small parts. In fact, it's the small parts that should be emphasized. Because Jesus says in Luke 16 and verse 10, he says, he who is faithful in little, he says he will be faithful in much. And so it's those little parts that turn into like big things. Because it's the little habits that we just don't care about that expand and expand and expand into even bigger things, and then we don't know how we got way down the road this way, but it's because we ignored the little things right here at the beginning. Um, when I was reflecting on this, I was trying to see aspects of the way I live here on campus, little things that I can fix. Um, number one is uh, gossip, right? I think that's pretty universally understood that, like, that's just kind of the thing here is we just, we're all a big family, right? We're all a big family. And so whenever I'm like talking to someone, I'll be like, well, this is uh, something that I heard the other day and um, I thought you should know because maybe you can go and help them. Let's, let's just, let's cut that out. Let, like, let's just go to that person directly, right? That's something that I have a big problem with. And then another big thing is uh, those of you who know me know that I'm very competitive, <laughs> very competitive. And um, those of you who've uh, seen me on the soccer field, particularly a time I was thinking of last year, um, I can get a little heated, just a little bit. And so those are, those are small things, right? We're almost like we just kind of throw them off. We're like, well, everyone does it. Everyone gets heated on the sports field. Well, the thing is, is we're called to do better. We're called to represent the name of the Lord, to take his name with us. And so when I, when I reflect on those I'm like, I shouldn't be content with just mediocrity because we're called to represent Christ. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. It says, um, <clears throat> excuse me, drawing a blank. I'm just going to go there. I don't want to misquote it. Be misrepresenting the name of the Lord. Colossians three seventeen. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And again, here's that same idea. I think Paul is drawing from that, that, the idea of taking the Lord's name in vain. Here we are called to always do whatever we do in the name of Jesus now, because that should cover every aspect of our lives. Now, two things to remember as we work on these small things, when, as we're taking the name of the Lord with us, is we're a work in progress, Right? We're to, we're to check each other, we're to check ourselves, and we're to encourage each other to do better and to be better. Uh, but that second point is that we're not to use that as an excuse. Because we're a work in progress, we're not to use that as an excuse to say, well, everyone does it, then it doesn't really matter. Keep checking ourselves, keep doing better, keep striving to do better, because in Revelation 22, 
the place we're all trying to get, is eternity with the Lord. And in Revelation 22, verse 4, it's talking about the people of God surrounding the throne in this final vision of this dwelling place with God. And it says, they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. And night will be no more. And there will be no need for light or lamp or sun. For the Lord God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever. So in the day where everything's revealed, in the day where everything's set right, I hope that each one of us has taken the name of the Lord with us so in that final day of revelation, his name will be on our foreheads and we'll be able to dwell with him forever. Will you bow me in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask that you help us to keep what we have learned here today, to apply it to our daily lives, not just here at college, but outside and beyond, that we may be shining examples of you unto the rest of the world and to bring the lost unto you to worship your name. Please continue to be with Matthew and Jessica as they recover from the car crash. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen. Thank you, brothers, for your leadership this morning. Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.